Wombro Speedrunners, Noobs and Leaps, welcome once again to the Idiot Gamer Podcast! Welcome back folks, we are back on the pod and this week's an E3 special as we're only a few days away from the uh, major gaming expo held over there in LA. So I've got with me today, I've got Matt. Hello. I've got Andy. Hello there. Fellas, it's about to be one of the biggest weeks in gaming. I'm very confused because I thought it already started because we've heard like nothing but about e- but yes. games from E3 for the last week and a half. So That is very true. And I think also the whole thing has kind of got a little bit messed up because there's conferences that have happened before the conference yeah. has started. So, so they I had really EAs know. yesterday, <clears throat> didn't they? So yeah, I don't quite know what's going on. I don't. By the way, yeah, EA have made all their announcements. So we've got, yeah, we're all pretty much on, underway kind of thing, aren't we? Yeah, except I think EA actually didn't didn't say lots of things in their press conference. I think they're holding them back to give them away to uh, Microsoft and Sony where I think they might have more impact. I do wonder with EA whether they, they don't really have much to announce because everyone knows everything about Battlefield Five already. <laughs> yes. um, and the rest of the games are all sports games that everyone expects to be exactly like last year's. So. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Um, but yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one because there's quite a few games uh, on, uh, on the docket that I think everyone's going to be excited by. So we were just going to go through this week, look at the uh, games that we're most up for and have a little chat about those. And I've thrown in this week an E3-related quiz to test your knowledge. Very exciting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that'll be quite uh, that'll be quite good. Um, so I was going to start just by talking about uh, some of the games that, that I've been looking at, and we've we've seen some more trailers over the last couple of days, like I said, from the EA conference, uh, and a couple of them seem quite interesting. So uh, EA announced there's going to be an Unravel two. Now I remember this being quite a cute little indie game, Unravel. Uh, it was quite nice. I think it was on Xbox at the time that maybe I played that. Uh, but that was quite cool. And Unravel 2 looks like it's going to be really nice and more of the same kind of deal. And I think it's quite good that EA gave some time to indie titles in their conference rather than just doing Battlefield. I agree. However, I have absolutely no interest in Unravel 2. I was going to say, I mean, it's, it's not my cup of tea. I'm, I'm just kind of platformy stuff. Yeah. doesn't really interest yeah. me anymore. Um, it does look stunning, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does look absolutely incredible. Um, but you're right, it's that, it's that EA Originals platform, isn't it, they've got where, which um, No Way Out was one of, yes. where they've got these independent developers that the EA are giving a, a leg up to, which, um, you know, they're going to take a, a bit of a bashing over the years, aren't they, EA? <laughs> yeah. And probably over the course of this pod, maybe. Almost um, certainly. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, going to so, start now. <laughs> but but to their credit, they are, they are doing a little bit of support for independent stuff. So you know, I do wonder that. with that um, that independent line whether part of the requirement is they have to include loot boxes and uh, you know uh, DLC, paid DLC, all that sort of stuff because EA yeah. are known for it. So uh, they're they're just one big money grabbing machine. But yeah, quite possibly. But I think it is good, and especially given with what's going on with you know Steam kind of being all over the shop. Uh, it's quite nice that there's some way for a decent indie gamers to get their games out there, which is rather good. Indeed. There was another game that was mentioned. I'm not sure if it was on the EA conference, but it was uh, a game called Twin Mirror. I don't know if anybody has seen has seen this. I saw the trailer for yeah, it. Yeah, the trailer just dropped a couple of days ago, and it's uh, it's kind of like an action mystery game uh, by uh, Don't Nod, who made Life is Strange. Okay. okay. Which I thought was really cool. Uh, and that looks really good. It, it gave me sort of Alan Wake-ish... Yeah. feelings about it it had a kind of like real sort of semi-supernatural mystery kind of thing going on 
with a little bit of action. It looked quite cool. Yeah, it looked all right. Yeah, I quite like the idea of that. I need to know more about it before I invest myself in an opinion. But <laughs> You know opinions are free. You can have I, them for free. I'm you fully aware you? of that. I, I, I express them quite frequently, yeah, but, but <laughs> I don't have enough to base an opinion on currently, apart from the fact they look quite nice. Yeah, and that's I am surprised because usually it takes just your knowledge of something for you to form a very strong opinion. Yeah, and it's normally abject hatred. So, uh... <laughs> so that's not your default position on this, which I think is a good sign for Twin Mirror. It is, but there's time for them to change it, turn that around. <laughs> Best of luck to him, Andy. What have you seen? What have you been seeing? Um, well, there's yeah, there's quite there's quite a few things coming out with the. Um, we were talking about the, we watched a little bit of footage of this earlier, weren't we? Um, Anthem, which yes. which is I mean it's something that, that Matt Holland on the previous podcast seemed seemed pretty excited about. Um, I'll be honest, personally, from watching the trailers, it looks like a headache to me. Like it just looked well, there's not even trailers from the gameplay. Yeah, the, it was so busy graphically. It just it, it looked like they were trying. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly sure they probably chose very few. You know, the, the the bits that were kind of graphically the most impressive and kind of difficult to do yeah. as their showcase for their for their for their kind of trail footage. But it just it just looked like there's way too much going on there for me. Didn't well, like the look of it at all. I think this shows our age because I'm the same <laughs> as you. Where I see I see a game trailer and like what they're probably trying to do is you know like car adverts where they try and put them like going around a corner like really yeah, fast yeah. and stuff like that. And you just like. If you got me in a car, I would not want that. I'd want to know how comfortable it was, you know. Does it pass the moose test? If I'm going at 50 mile an hour on the A4, is it going to be like a little bit jumpy or is it? Right? Um, and the same thing with games where I'm, I'm just looking at these things and going, oh, that's, that's going to be hassle. That's going to be <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah, of hassle. Yeah. Like, I, want to, I want to know, can I just wander around and sit down next to a tree for a bit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, th- I think Unravel 2 would be right up your street. Yeah, yeah. In that case. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, that, that little wool boy scares me. He's, he's creepy. Yeah, so I, I, I do think Anthem looks really cool, but I just don't know... I don't think we know enough about like what the actual game is because there were rumours going around that it's going to be a Destiny-style thing. I'm not sure that's what we're after, is it? Uh, I, I kind of do want it to be a Destiny game. Crikey. In terms of... I hate Destiny. I hate Bungie with an absolute passion because of... The fact is that Destiny could have been a great game. Destiny 2 could have been a great game, but they absolutely balked it. Um, and when I look at Anthem, I look at... It, it's everything I want a sci-fi game to be. It's, it's, you know, you can fly through, you've got these big mech suits. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's by Bioware makes me a little bit more confident around it. If it was by Bungie, I would instantly say I detest this game and everything that, that's to do with it. But. Yeah, I think my, my big problem with, with Destiny 2 and that type of game, and I suppose to an extent like Diablo is a little bit like that as well, it's just a gameplay loop after a while gets a bit boring. So I think whatever it is, if it has that model where it's all about ranking up and getting better, then it needs to be doing something kind of a bit more interesting. And I think Bioware in their announcement um, made reference to that and they made reference to a lot of the weaknesses of Destiny as well because they were saying things like, um, and I'm just going to try and pick up the quote here, it yeah. was um, it, 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 it's not an action game with some story bolted onto the side, Ooh. was their exact words. And Shots that is obviously, fired. yeah, big time. Um, and, and also one of the other points they've made is it's, it's solo, it's a solo game by default with the option of co-op multiplayer. Oh really? Rather than okay. Rather than Destiny, which almost forced you yes. um, into playing um, some kind of cooperative yeah, multiplayer definitely. stuff. So, okay. uh, so I, th- I think they've. I, I, 
whether it, obviously it, it was they would have started it far too early for that to have, for the decisions and the gameplay to have been influenced by Destiny yeah. Two, but nevertheless they've they've capitalised on some of the things that um, Destiny wrong. got yeah. did wrong and got badly wrong that got criticism for, and they said, well, "Great, our game doesn't do that, so let's quickly like slag them yeah, off yeah. for doing it." Yeah, so yeah, no, so no, no. so there are positives looking at it, but I'm not really still not sure it's going to be my cup of tea. I'm looking forward to it with with tentative as long as it hasn't got loot boxes and stuff like that. I don't think the progression's going to be as bad as as Destiny, for example, because you can switch in and out of these mechs, the different class mechs. Okay. So it's it's not like you're going to be you know. But if there's any form of pay to win, I'm pretty much yeah. out unless the story's really my, good. My problem with Destiny, I don't know what you what do you call these type of games? Uh, shit. <laughs> are they are they MMOs? I don't know. No, no. What it's, is Destiny? Um, it's an online shooter. <laughs> I just don't know what that is. They, they tend to call it online multiplayer online shooters. The so. thing about that game though is that the grind is the game. It's not like you're mm-hmm. doing the grind for the purpose of some other part of the game. The grind is the game. Yeah, yeah. And so I hope that it isn't like that. I hope there is that like, it's predominantly a story game with some like online elements like you say. That would be cool. Well, Destiny is effectively on it's 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 a sci-fi Pokemon without the fun. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Because you're collecting things. That is basically that's all what you're it doing. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going it's... around. You're collecting this. You collect that to rank up, yeah, yeah. and you need to get this, and you get that. And it's like Jesus. When what am I actually playing the game? But then yeah. you realise that is the game. But the worst thing with Destiny, and I'm going to offend a lot of people I know right here, <laughs> and and that's my job. I think a lot of the time <laughs> is that. If you speak to anyone who likes Destiny and you make these perfectly valid points about the fact that their game is so shallow, but it's just about collecting stuff. Yeah. If one of them went, yeah, fair enough, that's what I like, fine. Uh, but no, there's always this justification of going, oh no, you don't get the depth of interplay between uh, the... And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just do off. one, all of you. No, it was, it was a bad game. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just was a bad game. Bungie um, Evil, don't trust <clears throat> uh, Bioware also announced that specifically there's no loot box um, in, um, in Anthem. Although that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to still. Are they not just going to call it something else? There'll be power cards or something. Well, they're obviously still going to be some kind of. And there's going to be a paid microtransaction element. I mean, it's an EA game for a start. Um, But and this this is actually one of the things that really annoys me is it is that now that the the developers are using no loot boxes is some kind of like big flag waving. Look how great we are! As if that was the inherent like base of the problem. No, the problem was the fact that you were fucking like what's the word like profiteering out of video games not just i mean that was one of the specifics that was wrong with 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 battlefront 2 but it wasn't the only thing that was wrong with the way they went about that no indeed and and i'd say that it's going to be interesting how people deal with this because i think that's going to be a question that a lot of companies were asked at this e3 you know what what's what's the payment structure for how you progress in this game isn't it sad that that's what it's come to but they're going to be very careful i think a lot of games might have stripped that stuff out of there following what happened with shadow of war and what happened with uh, there seems to be a lot more sort of business analysis in video games now and this and this is kind of this is part of the problem is that is that they will strip that kind of thing out, but they will revert to another another type. So, for example, Battlefront, the first one, they did the the thing of of releasing half a game for fifty quid, or and then 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 just releasing a whole load more levels and stuff like that. Like on release, they were yeah. available another four levels for fifty quid, so a hundred quid for the complete game. Plus, then Ugh. obviously the season passes and all the other additional yeah. DLC on top of that. And so they'll just yeah, revert to that. They'll just revert to that as a model, um, or you know, or they'll all find another one. It's you know the the, the sophisticated ways they can try to ex- extricate cash from people. Yeah. I mean, I think you see that in Fortnite as well. Now, I'm a yeah. big advocate of Fortnite, yeah. but but the 
the psychology around the the ways in which they they manipulate cash out of people yeah, is, is very very clever. At the risk of flogging a dead horse, what you said yeah. about releasing a, a half half a game and then making you pay another <clears throat> fifty quid to to play the full game and loot boxes. You could always go the same route as Destiny, which is having both of those, where you release well, a quite. quarter of a game, uh, make people pay for a full price expansion, and have loot boxes in it. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. yeah totally agree. Back evil, in the day, when, when we kind of first got into this thing, when I was talk- when we were doing uh, De- uh, Division Two, uh, yeah. sorry, Division, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to write an article on Idiot Gamer about the game loop, and I think I did. I think I actually did write an article about like the addictive nature of the game loop and the ethics behind designing games that have this kind of mm-hmm. addictive loop, and. I emailed a like uh, like a specialist gaming psychologist. This woman whose like job it was to design uh, need- psychological hooks and stuff. She Sorry, didn't, she we didn't need to get reply. her on the pod. Yeah. She yeah, didn't. Yeah. She didn't. Reply. Did she not? Yeah, no. We'll get her on the pod. We'll say that you know we've got thousands of viewers. We'll lie to her. I That's thought it would be really cool, and I thought we had enough proof at that point. She she didn't even reply. But I mean, I read I read a really interesting piece. In, in in if you boil all of this shit right right back to the very very basics, you get Candy Crush Saga, okay? And that is that is the the very very kind of f- fundamental use of that kind of psychology in video games. And it's the it's the it's the hook. It's the lots of easy stuff to keep you interested, um, and then chuck something difficult in your way, and therefore you have to kind of rank up or level up or make purchases to get beyond it and whilst all of the good stuff's happening it's rewarding you with like shiny like twinkly things and lots of like 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 things exploding and disappearing and like the screen like doing wonderful lovely things all like tiny little kind of rushes of of um uh what's the word i'm looking for it's um endorphins yeah it's endorphins and serotonin and stuff like that all of yeah. these lovely little chemicals that twing 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 all of that stuff to hook you into doing stuff that the, the, the point you shit i need more of this oh the only way i'm going to do that is oh, it's only a couple of quid i'll do that and then you just yes. do that again and again and again and again and they do that in, in in the division did this and this is the same and i saw a little bit of this on the on, on anthem you know you mentioned it i think the other week matt about um about video games where the numbers are falling out of the people yeah, yeah. because of the division secret numbers games yeah. yeah in the division you start off with your gun and you get like, like the numbers like four ten 15 yeah. and dropping out of people and then as you progress you get bigger and better guns and those numbers are bigger and they turn red and stuff yes. like that and that's that's the same thing it's, it's the psychology of like feeling like you're achieving more it's, yes. it's incredible yeah it, it's far worse on rpgs as well because yeah. you've obviously not just got one stat which is damage you've got like intelligence yeah. you've got yeah. like yeah. critical hits you've got all that sort of I stuff i think uh, although one thing that is really cool about rpgs is that that is a game element in itself you understanding all those things and how they buy into each other and improve your like quality whereas i think in division it really was like bigger gun bigger numbers yeah, and that yeah, was yeah, it it was yeah. pretty basic it's, very much see what i'd like is something similar to what i was talking about with borderlands or or yeah. even darkest dungeon does it where you can get trinkets which give you a benefit but there's always almost always a downside to that yeah, i mean obviously cool. we're not talking about a screaming gun here but we're talking yeah. about you know something like you know you know, if you've got an extra twenty damage, yeah. it makes you slower. Or I you think, know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's also stuff that's just a bit of fun as well. Like yeah, yeah. when you look at Dark Souls or whatever and things like that. Well, yeah, I can, I can, like, I can crush the stone of fucking eternity, and then on this level, I'm going to be able to beat this guy. And it's like, 
come on, I just can't be fucked with any of that like esoteric bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I just want my game to be fun. Just I, give me more numbers. It's fine. It's one of the reasons that I think we've all got into Fortnite is that it doesn't really take itself too seriously, and you can you can actually like you can get into it without having to buy into some massive like background bullshit Lore, yeah. thing in order to enjoy it. You know, I agree. And we've got way off topic. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, uh, we were we, funnily enough, we were talking about Anthem initially, oh, but, shit, okay. but but actually uh, re- <laughs> Related to this, because we got onto kind of micro microtransactions, microtransactions is um, Command and Conquer, the mobile version. Oh, Rivals, always oh, mentioned it. Uh, so, I mean, Matt, Matt, I reckon you've got some opinions on this, but I, 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 before we go into it, I was just going to talk, mention to segue from the the point about microtransactions. Yeah. Is that EA have said that it will contain microtransactions, and again, I'm pulling out a quote now. I bet it bloody um, well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they basically say that that anything that can be bought can be achieved, can be achieved and unlocked by playing the game. So what they're saying is you can grind your fucking yeah. ass yeah, into I've, the ground. I've played mobile games. I <laughs> yeah, know how that yeah works. quite. Yeah. You can grind for fourteen days to get the same thing you can buy for fifty p. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was really interesting because the EA uh, announcements uh, it mainly focused on Command and Conquer Rivals, and they they. They actually did a gameplay. They they did a game between two people, one of whom I've I've got a huge amount of respect for, which is uh, Jeff Robinson in Control. He's yeah. he's a StarCraft two player. Um, uh, you know I've I, I've watched him play StarCraft. I've, he's a very good presenter. He's very very funny. Um, and he he was playing it. I don't think it's his sort of game, but he he seemed to like enjoy playing it. But there has been a huge backlash around this, mainly from Command & Conquer fans who who did the same thing as me, where they heard a new Command & Conquer game and got very excited, uh, then realised it was a mobile game, <laughs> and most of them just lost it. Um, yes. I didn't lose it at that point. Um, I'm not, I'm not get, probably going to get it, it, even though it's a free game. It's a strategy game where it involves a certain element of progression and pay to win. I don't think that has any place within strategy games because the strategy should be how good you are at playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Plus, it's a very it, it's it's only Command and Conquer in name only. It's it's not it's not a Command and Conquer game in in the way that most people understand it. Yes. Um, the one positive that I I can take out of this, and it's a very very uh, vague positive, is that if this game makes a buttload of money, they may actually invest it in a new Command and Conquer game like a proper one. Yeah. So, that's but not then a bad that'll chat. probably have loot, loot boxes in it as well. <laughs> so. Um, so I'm not as angry as a lot of the old Command & Conquer games, mainly because I was very bad at Command & Conquer. So, uh, But I, I think most people's anger has come from the fact that it wasn't the game that they thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, talking of uh, talking of games that have had in the past mobile versions, one of those was Hitman, the successful uh, re-release of Hitman that had a mobile game, and they've just well, we've heard on the grapevine that there's going to be Hitman Two being uh, shown at E3. And I am pretty excited about that because I enjoyed the Hitman, the new Hitman, a lot. They've already released gameplay footage and oh, stuff. Oh, have so they? Yeah, okay, it, cool. And there's a multiplayer mode as well, which I'll talk about in a bit. Okay, interesting, because I really love the new Hitman. I thought it had, it, it went back to the, what you had, I get, when was it? Like, it was probably early 2000s, yeah. right? The original Hitman games. It was really, really well done. There were so many different ways to take out your, your, your opposition, and it had this really good, like, level of of self-awareness that on the surface it was this really sincere very serious game but in the background it knew it was taking the piss out of itself which i thought was great really really good i actually think that game really really handled because because 
it handled the complexity that it offered you extraordinarily well. Yeah. So I remember one particular level, and I didn't play a ma- I didn't play it all the way through that game, but I remember one particular level where you're kind of walking through a crowd, and there's like half a dozen people you have to take out. It's a really really busy marketplace, um, and and all of the kind of the the kind of the the user user interface um, yeah. to, to 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 carry out all of your little kind of kills was incredibly it's just really intuitive and it was really complex and there were so yeah. many options for you to do and I just I just think they absolutely nailed that because that yeah. could have become extremely difficult and I go back to my my issues with like uh, Witcher 3 which are just ridiculously overly complicated yeah. um, user interfaces so yeah I think I think they nailed that yeah I um, think they did a lovely job we did a few streams that were very funny as well like yeah. I think it's a really good streaming game because there's so many different things that can go wrong and it's really funny when you fuck it up. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I put up a video. So <laughs> I was in a bathroom and, and part of the thing was I wanted to distract oh, the guards I without murdering them. So I turned all the taps on and, yes. uh, you know, to flood the bathroom. And then I was going to hide around the corner. But as I turned all the taps on and went to open the door, this woman walked in and she starts screaming. So, <laughs> so I, I hit her over the head. So she falls out. I'm then trying to dispose of her body by throwing it out the window. And the guards walk in and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. It's very very funny. But um, I what I loved about it is is you look at a game called Hitman. Oh, you've got to take out these targets. It could very well have taken itself too seriously. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Being a hitman, it's not a good profession. It's it's a serious <laughs> subject that you shouldn't aspire to be. But it had enough tongue in cheekness. I don't think that's a thing, but um, yeah. tongue in cheekery. That's the better yes. one. Um, just just to sort of like smooth those edges yes. and, and what i like most about it is it was more of a puzzle game than anything yeah yeah, you, you had, yeah it gave was. you a bunch of tools it was more like a monkey island or something it gives you a bunch of tools how are you going to use these to solve this problem that's in yeah. front of you yeah so i think uh, hitman 2 will be really cool and i'm interested to see uh what like scenarios because you had like i guess there were probably like eight different locations or something, something like in that, the last yeah, one yeah. spread across all the different episodes and some of them were just really cool, and it'd be great to see what they're going to do with the new if you, locations. If you see, if you see the trailer of, of Hitman Two, where they've I got, I have not. They, they, it starts off, and you're thinking, is this a trailer for it? I thought I was watching an advert right before the before the okay. trailer was meant to start because it was a motor race. It was like a Formula One style motor race okay. that was happening. What the hell's going on here? This I thought I was been watching a trailer for Hitman, um, and then it becomes very clear. It's kind of all these little cutscenes keep happening between the the, the shot action footage. Oh, could you like sabotage? You're the guy's sabotaging car? the car, oh, guy's car. So in. there is some yeah, and, like, and it get had this in. shot of like you know where you can like kind of like take some bolts out and stuff oh, like that and awesome. things like that. What I'm hoping Great. is Monaco. I think Monaco would be a perfect. Oh for yes, that. wouldn't so, it? Fantastic. Yes. So, yeah, because yeah, you could also have like a casino level as yeah, well. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I'm very excited for it. Uh, I, I like the way they did the first one as well because they had they did it episodic. So yeah. they released a level, you played it to death, and then they released the second hey, level. Hold, hold on, apparently, it, apparently they're not doing that this time. Oh. isn't that DLC? Doesn't that go against your your system with the no, DLC? I paid for it all up front. Oh, so that's all right. Yeah. So then you were they, paying for stuff you didn't get. They announced beforehand that's what was happening. Right. Yeah. Okay, but either way, they 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 they've ditched the the episodes format oh, for this one apparently. Because what they did was well with it is like at Christmas they released a Christmas theme. Yeah, for one see of the that stuff was but awesome. It was it wasn't the same game just with Santa hats. It was a completely new mission <laughs> yeah, yeah, on that yeah. same map. And that I love the idea of Hitman with a Santa <laughs> yeah, yeah. hat. On. Well, it he did have Santa hats, but, but, um, but it wasn't the same mission just no, with no, with no absolutely. Um, I, I think maybe part of that was because they weren't really sure at that time whether it was going to be successful. And I think that's part the reason they rolled it out in the way they did whereas now I guess they've guaranteed a certain amount of support so they're going to 
whack it all out in one big go. But I think we're all pretty excited about Hitman 2. I think that'd be a good one. I am, although I have one negative, and that's the multiplayer. When they announced multiplayer, I got so excited because I thought it was going to be co-op. You know, yes. I thought yeah, I yeah. thought I could be like, you know, jimmying a door while you're there oh, with a sniper rifle and stuff. Yeah. But I realised how difficult that would be to do to make it available for... But there's no reason why you can't have multiplayer maps and things yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah. then it's difficult because then people might not buy it going, well, I'm missing out on some content. But what they've actually done is they've done effectively it's a sniper range and, oh. and you can all just shoot all these people who are around. It didn't it's it seemed like tacked on. Uh, yeah, co-op would have been great. Oh god, co-op hitman would just yeah, be instantly fantastic. Be awesome. You know, one person's hidden as a waiter and you you like going past each other and giving yourselves the nods. Yeah, very nice. Right, so I think we're gonna take a little quick break just for a second and then we'll be back with more E3 goodness. TV, TV remote, TV experience, TV, 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 sports TV, TV, TV. Right, that was uh, Microsoft making a bit of a mess of it in 2013 with their Xbox Does Your TV campaign. I don't know, what have they got uh, on the list for this year, Matt? Nothing. Nothing? No, absolutely nothing. No no big exclusives? I, State of Decay 2 has just released. It's the only exclusive I can think of that's yeah, been recent. Yeah, and that, that's bugged to hell for multiplayer. So, uh, quite frankly, they've even bought that. So, uh, Microsoft are on at 9pm tonight, by the okay. way. So, we're going to hear out fairly soon. That's um, the first time I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, news. I, I, the only thing I can think they might release is, is, a, is a new keyboard or something. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Windows, Windows 15. It's it's just going to be uh, the new Halo, isn't it? Halo fifty seven, oh, um, and the new Gears of War, which is Gears of War seventy three and a bit. Uh, yeah, but but Halo is effectively going to be like Destiny. It's going to be Destiny three point oh, five. God, uh, 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 yeah. I, I suppose Bungie have a lot less interest in Halo now that they've gone cross platform with Destiny and sell a lot more copies. Well, yeah, yeah. It, like it's such a cash cow for them that they've probably just just taken all the money and they buried the Halo and all the goodwill that they had with that under <laughs> it. So. Yeah, so I'd, I'd be interested. To, to see what goes on with Microsoft, I really can't think of anything interesting for them. Yeah, I just, I just wonder because I think I, I don't know whether it's just our perception from the from the outside looking in at Microsoft and stuff. But I mean, I, I, I see lots of people talking the same way we are about what's yeah, going okay. and and I do wonder if maybe they're going to try and steal a march by doing some kind of hardware like Whoa. not an announcement but some kind of I, teaser or something like that just to try and grab Xbox a headline two. I, I love this good. I love the idea that they're panicking like yeah, at the end yeah. of the conference Sony have just announced something like amazing or yeah. not, not even amazing quick announce a new console <laughs> everyone's talking and then one of the like you know work experience kid just goes uh, Xbox 2.5 <laughs> just <laughs> like and, and like all, all of Microsoft suddenly go really wide yeah the blood drains from their face. Well, they've got. To, I think they're going to have to do something. I mean, the, I know that. I know that the demographic for uh, Xbox One is much better in the US. Right, there's loads more Xbox mm-hmm. Ones in the US, but like pretty much everyone I know is doing the PS4 thing now, and I'm sure that Xbox One must have taken a massive hit. I don't know what the figures are. I thought we talked about them at some point, I think. And PS4 is way, way higher, but yeah, I don't know the actual I, numbers. I don't know what what the numbers are to be honest, but I, I think that. From from an exclusives point of view, oh, yeah. PS4 has absolutely dominated the, this current generation of consoles. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know. I mean, perhaps we should help Microsoft out. What could they announce that would make them relevant again? Uh, an exclusive, maybe new IP exclusive that we haven't heard of. Mm, there was talk of a new Fable game, so oh god, <laughs> that would potentially like, never happen. Do it, but that yeah, would yeah, potentially indeed. never happen. Um, the the only thing I can think of is Choo Choo Rocket too. So oh, get in. <laughs> they they do that. Uh, yeah, Sega. Sega get involved with like Microsoft and just make oh, like 
you know, in, in terms of no one's really doing old Sega games, so let's yeah. let's like get those on the Xbox, whatever it is store. The, but they, they've they've just done a they've just done a like Sega Mega Drive classics, haven't they? Okay. Like a, a like yeah. a, a, re, a release of like fifty odd classic Mega Drive games. On, yeah, it was, a, it was apparent, apparently horribly bugged. Was it? Yeah, yeah that's a shame. Yeah, so I saw uh, someone was playing them online the other day and said it's, it shouldn't be hard to recreate those games from 20 years ago no. but they've made a fucking mess there were of huge it. lags so like effectively you're playing it and then there's yeah. a stutter oh like I think yeah. Streets of Rage That's I probably it, watched yeah. the same one I don't know whether it's IGN or something but yeah, yeah there was there were huge problems with it uh, either way, I, I watched I watched a trailer for it, and and I'll be honest with you because I remember we were talking before about the um the new the, the kind of Mega Mini, Drive Mini yeah. and stuff. I watched the trailer for that that classics release, um and and I looked at it, I thought actually do you know what do you know what I don't really fancy it. No, I no, just I know what and I looked at it, I think it was like a some 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 footage of Shinobi or something. I thought oh, this kind of like yeah this kind of side scrolling pixely kind of um yeah no I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually no. I've moved on. I'm the same. If they did graphical upgrades and added new gameplay features in, I'm up for that. But I, I like playing the old games. There's a reason why games have got better, and it's it's because the games are better now. Yeah. Talking of upgrades, I'm very pleased that at that break we opened the window, because I think we've got not only is there a nice breeze in here now, but there's a nice there's a nice brightness, there's a nice light yeah, coming it's in. Lovely. It's okay. making me. It's making. It's adding a lot to, to the pod experience if, for me. If I get attacked by bees, do I have uh, <laughs> medical coverage under the podcast? Yeah, you're, you're you're covered for uh, me telling you to get over it. Right. Okay. That's my solution for so, that. So, so whilst we've got a nice bit of airiness and a little bit of summer sunshine yes. come in the window, can we talk about something bad? <laughs> Why not? We've already talked about destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is not. It's, this is not necessarily bad. Um, but I, I, I thought I thought it was an interesting point that's worth discussing. Go on. Um, the the um, EA sort of kind of in amongst their their fairly like mid-level interesting releases um they they mentioned that they're they're now releasing um a premier version of their origin access thing so that's the explain to me what so, that is so again. that so that is you you pay a subscription the cut the existing one is you pay a subscription which is uh, 3.99 a month or 20 quid for a full year okay, okay. and that gives you access uh, to stream and play um, about around a hundred games from EA's back catalogue and other associated developers on your okay. Windows personal computer, um, on your phone if you wanted to. From what? the looks, of, from the looks of things, from that may not be true, but but, but either way, I so I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's on PC. I don't know if it's available on 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 consoles okay. or what. I don't know. Um, but what I saw was a controller with a mobile phone on top of it like you plugged your oh. phone into I, I don't know whether that I'd, was aspirations rather than yeah but I mean I think because but the thing is the origins access already exists it is already Indeed. a thing so this is all they're, all they're announcing is is that, that, that it is a premier version of it which is effectively they are going to add some of their AAA titles into it so like like, like okay. Battlefield 5 and stuff like that um, and like the next John Madden game and all of these things will and FIFA 19 and stuff will be available on this origin access premier service which is a, so basically a, a subscription service to play ea games they they have not announced any pricing model whatsoever which makes it a completely fucking useless announcement frankly um but it will be interesting to see what that is because i find that i, I find this kind of subscription based thing both interesting and also a little i'm going to be honest with you, a little bit unnerving because if ea are quite happy to for basically to give away their their major top rated games yeah. for what is a a much smaller annual subscription because it's not going to be 150 quid a year or whatever sure. so um it, it, it just it, it 
it's just good. I know it's confirming what we already know, but basically they're just saying we have no interest in the upfront cost of these games anymore because we are going to make all of our money within the games itself. And that well, yeah, part of that, but but part of it is also providing it, it provides regular income, right? That's what it's all about. Because even with loot boxes and stuff, they obviously have algorithms that work out how much they're making from those. But it's that is even less well subscriptions are even more predictable so if they can mm-hmm. get you on a subscription it's guaranteed revenue they can put towards making games and also the games that you'll get on that are the kind of games they're not selling anymore so it means they get in constant revenue for games that would otherwise be bringing them yeah yeah and, that, and that's the case for that but that's the case for their existing platform yeah. for the origins access now but for this origins access premier stuff where they're they're putting their triple a titles on there yes. they're, they're, they're big hitters on there so this is this is not games that they're no longer making money out of this is games that they would normally be right, selling in, okay. in, in the shops for 60 70 quid and so your assumption is they're willing to do that because they're going to make their money back through that, well i mean that's that is one of it that is one of the reasons they'll be doing it um i mean i also actually well, why not do both you know because they're doing both now so why cut them cut, cut off their nose to spite their face well so i think case? i think one of them is what you've said which is the reason why football teams do season tickets is yeah. because they can guarantee how much money they're coming getting through the door but i actually also i mean this is why i find it interesting as much as i find it worrying is that i think this is this is people trying to get in on the ground floor of the new what will ultimately be the new business model yeah. i can't remember who we were talking about in the last the last episode you guys said somebody basically saying that the, the next round of consoles will be the last uh ubisoft, that ubisoft. Was. Oh, yeah, yeah. because i think they are now i think they are now thinking in advance about getting themselves in on the ground floor to get their subscription models in and and kind of yes. kind of based in in, in 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 kind of settled so that they, they, you know, they become the gatekeepers. Yeah. They, they become the Netflix. They become the Spotify. They become the ones who are ultimately the guardians. The, the, of all the of issue, this. I suppose, with that from a games point of view, as in, in in comparison to TV and music, is that the size of games is much more significant. So, in order to play games at a high quality and a high frame mm-hmm. rate, which is also stuff that doesn't matter with movies, the technology is way more complicated to enable it. Well, like movies, even if you have a three gig movie or t- twenty gig movie. You can download it, you can watch it, you don't have to worry about frame rate, it's all part and parcel of the package that gets delivered mm-hmm. to you. Whereas with games, where you're live rendering, things are going to be quite different, it's going to be much, much harder. And this is a point that Matt made before, that this is why it's failed, I think, in the past for these streaming services, because they can't guarantee quality, and they can't guarantee your connection at home is going to well, be of exactly. a quality to give you the right I experience. Mean, currently, if, if, if I've got a PlayStation, and I the internet goes down, yes, I can't play Fortnite, yes, I can't play Overwatch, for example... But I can I can whack in you know Uncharted I can whack in you can play these games yeah um, streaming I, if it works brilliant but like you said you, you need something that you can play when your internet connection we're, we're talking we're talking I mean if 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 Ubisoft are right in the next generation of consoles is the last we're we're talking seven eight nine yeah. ten years time yeah. and I mean none of us have any idea what is going to happen no, in the ne- next 10 years in terms of in terms of technological advances where we are now from 10 years ago in terms yes, of home internet yeah. and stuff like that is is just is remarkable so I, yeah i think I, what I, they're talking about now with 5g might start enabling some of this yeah, and maybe 6g and 7g like you say but yeah it is interesting but i think that there is that one thing that makes games different is that they do require that local presence of some kind of processing in order to get the pictures on the screen yeah, the frame rate that you want them at mm-hmm. and that will be the challenge we'll see, we'll see how it goes but but a positive aspect of this is is there will be some people who can't afford a console 
can't afford the PlayStation Plus access and things like that. And and it may well be that actually a streaming service like yeah. the EA one is more affordable. They can afford five pounds so, a month. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it's potentially that that there are some people who will use this and will view this as, as a. And what you would hope is that there is like a trickle down economy going on with that, in that smaller game companies will get the option to get some money from EA also, to publish it, their game on that platform. If you're paying a subscription charge, people may be less willing to fork out for loot boxes and stuff yes. so it might actually yeah, change yeah. that well, one thing that worries me a little bit though is if if my supposition and it is a fairly wild supposition but that the ea are trying to do this so that they get their kind of platform established before everybody else gets their platform established you you worry then that rather than having an independent gatekeeper of all of these things you end up with uh ea having a streaming service you have ubisoft having a streaming service and yeah, all of a sudden yeah. you've got like yeah. like like 10 10 major developers all of whom yeah. you've got to subscribe to if you want to play their games but what i would say with that is i know this isn't going to make it better in your eyes but all that will happen at that point is Amazon will come in, buy all the companies out, and just go here. Here it is on Amazon Prime. So yeah, I was thinking the other day about how these days you sign up for these really small subscriptions without really thinking about it, mm. and then by the time we're all like seventy, we'll have like a hundred and fifty tiny subscriptions that we've probably forgotten about mostly. Yeah, I, I, we're still paying for. I would I would say Amazon might can try doing that, but they've tried to do that before and fail massively. Like they tried their own app stores and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, which yeah. which never got anywhere. Um, there are some things that Amazon can roughshod over, and there are just some things that are way too established for them to, to, to manage it, I think. but Yeah, well, their recent foray in TV is extremely interesting because they've bought some Premier League matches, uh, which is, coming from that industry, is a huge, huge deal for the industry. Keep it for the football podcast. Yeah, so I could so, talk uh, for an hour. Yeah, so there's so there's really interesting stuff happening. But I think Microsoft, uh, sorry, Amazon probably can do whatever they want. Well, they could, they they probably can buy out EA, but <laughs> yeah. you know they could certainly try and and do something that that and then certainly if if what you're talking about where they are like fifteen different every game company is doing their own subscription charge, effectively people will decide well I just want to pay this one and effectively the, the other ones will will struggle. And, and then that, the the problem with doing it that way as well is that they will ha- they will have to they will have to come up with the goods and they can't get away with just one big title a year. Um, and because people just aren't going to bother doing it, so I, I don't. I think I think market forces would come into yeah. effect there, and I don't think yeah. that would. But it's going to put a lot of pressure on exclusives as well, because if you signed up to a certain subscription, they're going to be banging the drum on some yeah. massive yeah. exclusives that you've already paid up for. I, I think, I think Sony and Microsoft have too much to lose to let that be the way that things go. Um, I don't believe the guy from Ubisoft when he says this is the, the next one will be the last round of consoles. I think it's all a little bit tomorrow's world. I think maybe in like 10, 15 years potentially. But, and I get what you're saying about the fact that technology moves so quickly. But at the same point, you know, we're talking about games consoles. These have been around for years. I know I'm getting to the point like Polaroid were where, you know, you ignore the, the technology and then you end up yeah. trying to sell like Polaroid cameras in, in a digital age. But um, I, I just can't see it happening like certainly not for a two or three generations of consoles. Well, let's see. And let's see if this E3 throws up anything interesting on the new hardware or new subscription models side. But for now, we're going to take a little quick break. And when we come back, we're going to jump into a quiz and then we're going to come back and finish the show with some of our most anticipated games from E3. So we'll be back in just one moment. Right, we are back and we're going to get into a little E3-themed quiz. Now, don't be scared. I'm scared. Well... You don't need to be. I'm because scared. I hope that these questions are answerable without any specific E3 knowledge. Right, okay, that's good, because I know a lot about this E3. Yes. That's it. 
Well, it really, what this boils down to, which you'll see shortly, is is I'm, I'm really looking for games and years, okay? Okay. Uh, but framed around things that happened at E3. But I'm going to be telling you a little story as we go okay. along. So, okay. so I'm excited. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a little bit of background music, as always. Uh, okay, so question the number one. Now, these are not like uh, the usual quiz thing where I'm giving you clues. These are ju- straight questions. Right, okay. okay. So do, you're do we have, have like a buzzer? Buzz. buzz. What's, your, what's your noise, Andy? Uh-huh. Okay. Hog. Oh, bloody hell, they're quite similar. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Question number one. In 2010, 2010, Gabe Newell controversially took the stage during the Sony pref- press conference to announce which... Game. Hog. Matt Angel. I've forgotten what it was called. Is not correct. Oh, Um, oh, no, we have to answer it, don't we? Yeah, Watch Dogs. Is incorrect. Watch Dogs? Yeah. 2010. 2010. Gabe Newell. On the Sony stage. On the Sony stage. Um, It's not going to be a PlayStation game, is it? Well. You wouldn't have thought so, but it did turn out to be. Oh. Wouldn't have thought so, but it did turn out Mass to Effect be. 2. Gabe Newell. I don't know who of Gabe Valve. Oh. <laughs> did he did he say Half-Life 2 and everyone lost yeah, it? No, it was, it was it was much it was much well, Far Fly 3 never actually happened. Okay, are we giving up? Pass. Portal 2 was the answer. Oh, Portal 2. Okay. Because Gabe Newell being a big PC guy Took to the Sony stage. No, I don't know who Gabe Newell is either. Neither of you are back on the podcast. (laughs) That's fine. No, no, it's 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 lucky there's no Half Life. We've we've already agreed that Valve are evil because they get (laughs) any old nonsense on Steam. That is is also true. Okay, at E3 2004, Nintendo had one of its most exciting events ever, and in his first appearance, Reggie revealed a Nintendo product for the first time. What product Uh was it? Andy Roberts. GameCube is incorrect. Too, too late for that, wasn't it? Nintendo 3DS. I'll give it to you, man. It was the DS. It was, was the very DS? first oh. DS. Oh. Yeah, in 2004. I'll give it to you. Oh, I think you said 2014. You get yourself a point. Oh. You have to remember the points. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah I've, I've got, got three it. points. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on now. I've got 17. <laughs> In 2013, Sony arguably won the battle against Microsoft. In fact, during the event, Sony made a very cheeky video highlighting how easy it was to do what on PlayStation in comparison to Xbox. Hank, Matt Angel. Pick it up. <laughs> it would have been true, but it's um, not right. Um, go Hunk. online. Matt Angel. Watch movies. No... Xbox would have been all about that. But didn't they have an HD DVD player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, do the question again, quick. Yeah, do the question again. I'll rephrase it, I'll rephrase it. Okay. So Sony did a really cheeky video taking the piss out of Microsoft because Microsoft announced a specific feature of the new Xbox console that really pissed off everybody. And Sony Honk. then did it. Yes, Andy Roberts. Turning it on? No. Oh, okay. No, that was a Kinect thing. Which was also a massive ball ache. Was it the first Xbox? This was I can't, this was 2013, so no, it was three six. Uh, no, it was one. I think they were announcing one. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Oh, oh what was I it? thought you guys would remember this because no. it was very funny. No, I do remember. Ah, oh, shit. No, because I remember they used to sell like DVD drives separately and, and yeah, that Blu-ray was a whole ball ache. Stuff. 
Right, I'm afraid your time okay. is out. It was it was used used games because because the, oh, the Xbox them, basically said they? they were banning used games, uh, and then Sony and had then two guys handing. It. it was oh, like a yeah, YouTube yeah. video, and he was like, "Do you know how easy it is on PlayStation? You just handed in the disc." I forgot about that. Everyone lost their shit. Yeah, they did. They didn't really they? did. It it's was, like. They were saying that all the second-hand game shops were going out, which they did anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that was the same conference where where we had the TV clip from. So that was the same conference that Microsoft were going. You want to watch TV on your Xbox? Yeah. Watch TV, and you can't use used games. And yeah, yeah. they so absolutely yeah. balked it. Yeah. yeah, I remember. It partly explains what we were saying earlier that PS4 is so much better than Xbox One. Well, it, so it's just that Sony seemed to have like a bit of a better understanding of what the future is going to hold. Well, like exactly. you know, Blu-ray versus HD DVD, well, and yes. also just a better understanding of how people work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft sorted out you're losing massively. Right, so going on to more positive matters, Bethesda had one of the very best conferences ever when they announced Doom, Dishonored 2 and Fallout 4 in the same conference, the latter being available only months after the announcement. What year was this? Uh-huh. Andy Rollins. That would have been 2014. Is incorrect. Twenty fifteen is the correct no! answer. <laughs> yes, obviously Doom released in twenty sixteen, but announced at E three twenty fifteen. Right, two more to go. Right, time to cover yourselves in glory. Half Life Two is another fucking Valve question. So prepare yourselves. Half Life Two was revealed to an amazing response after a twenty minute video that showed true physics based combat, the gravity gun, AI that looked a bit more dynamic than people had seen before. And uh, what year did that monumental reveal Hark. take place, Matt Angel? 2006? Oh, is incorrect. 2005? <laughs> this is not going to be a fun game anymore. <laughs> 2004? Matt, you get one more guess. Is the correct <laughs> answer. Good. Everything is older than you think it is, yeah, is yeah. the answer to that question. Including me. <laughs> I think Matt's winning by like a huge margin. No, no, now. It's, it's, it's a tie. This is, is it a the, tie? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a- <laughs> so this one for the tiebreaker. In 2005, Sony showed a trailer designed to highlight the amazing technology and capabilities of the PlayStation 3. The game didn't only look good, it looked so good that it sparked controversy when later the game was released and looked like absolute shit. Well, it didn't look like shit. It just didn't look as good as they said. Um, but what was that game in 2005? And I'll give you another clue to help you. It was often bundled with the with the PS3. It was like a release title. It was not good. They're looking very intently now. I think they both I can, think they I, can rem- I can remember this so vividly, but I, I can't remember what the game was. Do you want a clue? Yes. It was a... It was a uh, First person shooter. That's what I had in my head anyway. <laughs> it, it wasn't one of the Resistance Fall of Man one, was it? No. It was slightly better than that. Do, do you want another clue? Yeah. Yes. It was a sequel to an earlier game. It wasn't a COD game then, was it? No. no. Um, it was new IP, but it was the second one of that. Time. Right, okay. And uh, it was a, obviously a PlayStation exclusive. Did, uh, I've got no idea. Right, I'm gonna have no, to, I'm gonna no have to time you out. Oh, boys, I'm I'm very I'm very disappointed. I'm gonna give you the Mario dies. Uh, sound. 
Uh, it was Killzone 2. Oh, Killzone oh, 2. Okay. Yeah. And it made a huge... Like, they, they basically showed it and it looked absolutely amazing. And everyone was like, holy shit, this is next gen. And then it came out and everyone was like, oh. I didn't realise it was a released <laughs> Not game. So oh, well, the only time I've ever seen that game is in uh, second-hand game shops <laughs> for about yes. £1.50. That is where you see it most of the time. I had it because it came bundled free with my PlayStation. I played the first level and was like, yeah, I won't be playing that again. It was bad, bad. Bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. There was another game. and The, the reason that that cropped up, when I was doing the research for these questions, I was just looking at like big things that had happened at E3. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that people talked about that was it was apparently people saying that back then in 2005, it was one of the first times that there'd been a real controversy over like trailer versus released game. Okay. And then there was another one, I think, more recently in about 2012 with uh, Colonial Marines. Yes, Aliens, Colonial so. Marines, which looked incredible in the trailer, and then when it came out, it looked absolute garbage. The the aliens did not act like rational alien like no. predators. It was they very would just very run strange. And walk into walls and stuff. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what. When was the point at which they suddenly started saying actual gameplay footage on probably, the adverts? Probably after that kills. Probably <laughs> was, wasn't it? <laughs> Well, but, but, but I think that was a reflection of the fact that sometimes games cutscenes or gameplay could actually look like. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do remember actually that Witcher Two had a completely like um, what's the word like animated trailer. Like it was not gameplay at all. It was mm-hmm. just completely animated, and it looked amazing. And everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And that that had stamped in the corner like not gameplay footage. So I was yeah. like, "But in that case, you might as well have like a live action." Yeah, 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 because totally. it's totally not representative of what the game yeah, is indeed. you know um, but anyway nice bit of marketing never hurt anyone well it did yeah Andy. <laughs> it did <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking at you no that's, that's fine <laughs> but, but there we go so yeah so uh, well I won't say well done because it's quite disappointing yeah it was pretty poor um but there were lots of moments where I thought you were going to get things, and I'm just encouraged by that. At least I was cl- I was close to a couple of answers. <laughs> yeah, well, good for you. you give yourself a pat on the back, or at least that made made it sound like I was close to them. Well, that's yeah, the important yeah, thing. It's a perception of intelligence, right? And I think we'll take one very, 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 very fast break, and then we'll be back and we'll finish up with our big highlights from E3. Right then, boys, what have you got left then that we've seen that we're excited about for E3? Well, I'm 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 really interested um, and excited to see what we're what we're going to get with Fallout seventy six. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, so we we've... just had that kind of teaser, didn't we? Yeah, because we we had the teaser what about a week ago now? Yeah, do you think about yeah. a week or two ago, um, and uh, it came out of the it came out of the blue, um, lined ourselves up nicely, and obviously got everybody excited. And I think presumably that was that was deliberately timed so that they could then actually talk it wasn't the stories wouldn't be about the announcement the stories yeah. would be about the gameplay and stuff like that so they get two two hits of promo yeah, if you like play. um so i i think i'm hoping that we're going to get some 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 more details about what that what kind of a game that's going to be because there's been a lot of speculation as to, to how yeah. it's going to be set I up i kind of hope it's a proper fallout game I don't. I want it to be a completely different game because like, I just don't I, want it to be a fucking survival game because they are generally really annoying. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but then so are normal Fallout games. That's so. also true. I I played the whole. Well, I, I didn't play the whole. I started playing Fallout Three, right? And I was I hated it. And I was talking to one of my mates. And I was like, "This is just shit." And he was like, "What are you talking about? It's one of the best games ever." And I was like, "I can't do anything. I walk out into the wasteland. And I get killed instantly. I've yeah. got no bullets in my gun. I've got no armor." And he was like. Why haven't you picked stuff up and like gone and made armor and stuff? And I'm like, I've got no money. I've only got four bullets in my gun. He was like, Well, what do you do with all your bottle caps? And I was like, 
I'm not picking up the ball caps. And he was like, that's the currency of the game. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to say that that sounds more like your fault than the game's well, fault, though. <laughs> I'll, that one was on me, to be honest. But I need a little bit more signposting, it turns out, as to what the fuck is going on. Um, I I actually enjoyed Fallout 3. I think um, I I remember that happening to me, to be fair, and not uh, noticing not that the bottle caps were the currency. But yeah. I learned fairly quickly when you were talking to somebody and they you asked them how much something cost and they told you it's 20 bottle caps. And All I went, right. oh, I see. Yes, yes All so right. I figured that much out. I didn't spot that. Well, it's obviously just not reading enough. <laughs> no, that's probably true. I probably wasn't capable of ever communicating with anybody without being attacked by a wild, feral <laughs> dog. It's <laughs> usually my problem. Uh, so, yeah, I think Fallout 76 is going to be interesting. I, can't, I, I mean, the first question is going to be, yeah, what type of game is it? But also regarding Bethesda what else are they going to bring out yeah I'm, I'm the same like I'm hoping that Fallout 76 is a bit of a red herring in terms of yeah. I think I th- I'm hoping that they've released that thinking that everyone will go oh, oh that's the one big game that they're going to talk about and then out of the side comes one of two games so obviously Elder Scrolls 6 would just like that would set the internet on fire if they announced that yeah um, I genuinely don't think they'll let any leaks out around that before they announce it. So it wouldn't surprise me if they've managed to keep that quiet. Um, the other one is potentially Starfield, which is Ooh. their version of either Skyrim or Fallout, but in a science fiction universe, yes. which has been strongly rumoured for years. And, and An SRPG. It. Yes, I, I'd be very excited. Um, nice. Either one of those I would be far more excited about than the Fallout 76. Whether they do it or not, I don't know, but I'd be very excited if they do. And that's kind of part of my theory as to why they've they've done the, the announcement of Fallout 76 ahead of E3. Yeah. Because they could, because now when they're, now they're talking about Fallout seventy six, it's not news. It's just stuff pe- pe- yeah, people people yeah, being interested, yeah. Me- yeah. leading me to believe that they have another announcement yeah, yeah. to do. And or is Starfield going to be a uh, console exclusive and be put out on the PlayStation? Don't know, but conference if, or if, something crazy if like their that. Their secret is Elder Scrolls Six. Oh I'm, my goodness! I'm not coming to any more podcasts because I'm just going to go camp out at my local HMV or something until it probably goes out of business you do need to uh, get with the real world yes. I would I would I would really like I would really like it if they did they had like a whole load of stuff and they, they made a big deal out of um, like Fallout 76 into went into loads of detail and they've got Rage 2 as well haven't they so they'll do a load of detail about yeah. that and they'll have that as an official announcement and they'll do all of that um, and I just want them to do like a tiny little just yeah. like a little teaser like a 10 second teaser right at the end yeah. Yeah, uh, not even a teaser. I want them to go. Oh, by the way, Elder Scrolls Six is out in two weeks' time, <gasps> and then just walk off stage. <laughs> wow, Imagine, that would be something. I, I, I'm that would be incredible. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think it's more likely <laughs> to be a teaser for something that's going to happen next year, maybe. But, but, yes. but, yeah. Imagine that. I mean, because. Uh, Imagine that as a mic drop. That oh yeah, by the way, it's ready and it's yeah. about to be released. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Actually, if if some of you want to pick it up on your way out, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, let, let alone the internet catching fire. Los Angeles yeah. would catch fire. <laughs> well, talking talking about uh, talking about teasers uh, causing a little bit of uproar. Only well, a couple of years ago now, probably after Kojima had his big split with Konami, we saw a very early teaser trailer for Death Stranding. Now, surely this E3 is going to be the place where we find out some more. Do we want to find out anymore? I just want to know what it is. I'm, I'm going to. I you kind of get to a point with stuff like that where there's so much mystery, and and well, there was so much mystery when the trailer first came out in the first place, frankly. But um, that that. 
reality can only end up being disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, but didn't they release a second trailer that was completely different with a completely different setting, different, completely different people? I'm sure they did. No, I think there's only been that one no, with no, Norman I'm, Reedus. I'm convinced and, uh, there's another one with different characters. I'll, I'll look it up afterwards. But I, I think the only one was someone with Norman Reedus and uh, Guillermo del Toro and uh, that uh, fella who always plays bad guy and things. Oh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen, well remembered. But um, yeah, they're... they're I don't know if I want to know anymore. I, I kind of want them to release it. I don't want to see any reviews and I want to play it just to see what the hell's going on. It'll probably be some fucking nonsense Metal Gear stealth crap. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. is That's what I mean. Reality <laughs> reality never ends up being as interesting as, no. as, as, the, as the, 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 the teaser, I guess. It can't get any weirder, surely. Surely. No, I wouldn't have thought I bet it so. does. Yeah, I bet it gets yeah. weirder. Uh, talking of uh, weird things... We have had a, a teaser trailer that has now been running for a very long time, for maybe five years. Five years. And this could be a game that I think we could probably all get pretty excited about. Okay. From uh, from the guys that brought you such amazing games as The Witcher 2, The Witcher 3, The Witcher 1, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, it's gonna be It's going to be very interesting. Surely... This E3, CD Projekt Red is going to drop a proper trailer for this game. I don't even want a trailer. I want them to tell me when it's going to be out. Well, they might just do that because CD Projekt Red are the kind of cool company, even like the, one of the last bastions of like people that actually give a fuck about the industry. So it's possible that, yeah, we might not only get some uh, some trailer, but we might get a date. I mean, I've, I've made no, no sort of... I haven't hidden my disdain for Witcher 3, Um mainly its deficiencies compared to Skyrim but um, I'm genuinely excited for this uh, like from what I've seen you'll be able to design your own character which instantly takes away one of my criticisms yeah. of, of Witcher 3 uh, it's a cyberpunk universe instantly more interesting to me than that sort of fantasy, re- yeah. redundant sort of fantasy universe unless it's Skyrim obviously <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm just a bit more excited about this than I am about another Witcher game or anything like that so yeah well, I can't imagine they've got anything else on the horizon, given that we that they've done nothing apart from put that trailer out five years ago. The one, the one thing we have to obviously all brace ourselves for is that there are going to be some disappointments because in in our in our list of the stuff that we're talking about, we're excited about. There's been lots of things that 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 have been we've been waiting year on year. Nothing happens. Yes, nothing that's happens. True. Um, and so. I mean, if if everything that we've suggested that we want co- to come true does come true, it's going to be the most explosive E3 yeah. ever. <laughs> uh, don't yeah. get me wrong; I don't think Elder Scrolls Six is going to be announced. I genuinely no, no. don't. No. But, but I would love it if it was. Um, One game that we know will be announced uh, is from uh, Sucker Punch Studios, who made the infamous. So this is a uh, console exclusive for PlayStation Four. Is Ghosts of Tsushima, which looks like it's going to be some kind of maybe stealth based uh, RPG set in a historical Japan during the Mongolian invasion and it looks really 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 cool it's very pretty yes doesn't interest me though doesn't not into your samurais no no really I mean you're right it does look it looks nice but but that's not my cup of tea would sword play is that a problem? Yeah, as long as, as long as the swords aren't are glowing, I'm all right with the ones that are glowing and go. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, yeah, we can on. move on from that. Yeah. Um, EA obviously announced that it's uh, what's it? Um, Je- Jedi Fallen Order. 
Okay. Is that a Battlefront Two expansion? No, no, no. <laughs> so not. No, no. So there's there was a, there was a separate announcement about uh, Battlefront, which is that they've got um they're going to have a load of this. There's basically a bigger load of updates coming. It's going to have clone. Uh, characters from Clone Wars. Oh nice. Um and then also it's gonna have like people like General Grievous is gonna be in it and Anakin cool. Skywalker and the young Obi Wan and stuff like that uh, are gonna be there. So they've got a whole and they've got a whole bunch of new game modes and stuff as well as a part of a big update. But no there is a, a, a there was a small in kind of interview in the crowd teaser yeah. um with a fella talking about Jedi Fallen Order which is a um I, I I don't know if it's an RPG or what, but basically a game like a like a third person or first person game like holding lightsabers going out and it is going to be set between Revenge of the Shit and A New Hope basically so Very it's going cool. to be within that and apparently cool. you take control of a group of young Padawans who have survived the slaughter um, and that's kind of what's going on isn't that none of them yeah how young <laughs> how young are they because are they going to be annoying I don't, I don't, I don't know oh, the answer to those questions imagine if they they get Jake Lloyd to oh. do the voice um, well, no, because it'll be after that, won't it? Because well, be, he's probably old now as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but imagine they go get an old Jake Lloyd to go <laughs> pretend you're twelve. Again. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, but no, I, I assume they're probably just going to be like twenty something. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's so that's coming. That out. could be interesting. Yeah, uh, I've got two things I wanted to talk about, and they're not things I'm looking forward to. Oh. But but I've got points about them. So oh first thing is I'm not hearing any joy for a game that any sort of excitement or joy about a game that we know is probably going to be announced last of us 2 so everyone was talking about last i of guess us because being, everybody already knows it's happening yeah yeah but everyone's talking about like all oh, oh, you know last of us greatest game ever it's not by the way um but i thought there'd be a lot more sort of focus on it but no one seems to give much of a shit yeah, i think when, when the whole thing about e3 is like new shit isn't it yeah, that we haven't heard yeah. of like oh, everybody knows it's coming it's coming yeah. whatever I, I think I think it'll be fine. I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that game will be, you know, fairly disappointing given given the situation. Um, well, well, if it's got the same gameplay but hasn't got the same story strength, if they put some fucking pushing boxes around, you would be well up. Well, for that. <laughs> oh, just, we're pushing boxes than hiding under tables. Yeah. It's, it's just, oh, I did. I, I genuinely, I genuinely hated that yeah, game. I did. I really, really did, and like, I, and I've had people telling me that it was the best game they've ever played in their lives, and I'm thinking, I said, you, you, you must have been, you must have had your eyes closed during the gameplay bits because, like, I just found it the most frustrating, tedious, yeah. repetitive, fucking well, grind like, of a video that, game. That, that's why all media is fantastic and subjective because some people True. can like it and you can yeah, not. Yeah, um, the other one I want to talk about, and this is not a game that that comes onto my radar or anything like that but uh dead or alive six dead or alive is that the one with half naked ladies jumping right. around kicking this is each the other? point i want to make right, so okay. every single dead or alive game has focused very much on the um physics of women's bodies yes. and yeah less amount of, like, you're talking about boob physics pretty much about. and but yeah. the clothing has been very revealing up to the point where i think one of the games had them in bikinis wasn't there a movie that starred uh, Kylie Minogue or something? No, I think it was one of the others. Oh, uh, no, Kylie was in the Street Fighter Yeah, movie, Kylie was in she? Street Fighter. I think there was a Dead or Alive one with yeah. one of the other girls from Neighbours. Holly, <laughs> yeah, Holly Valance, Holly Valance. I think it was. Okay. Um, but what, from what I've seen about Dead or Alive 6, the women are significantly more clothed than previous. Okay. Thing. And from what I've been hearing, the game designers have been moving more towards that 
Well, and I good, think good. The, I don't. Th- I don't know if if they really deserve any praise. No, no, for for not being as yeah. misogynistic as they yeah. were before. Yeah. But I thought that was a nice move. I'm, I still have no interest in the game because is I, it a fighting game? Yeah, yeah, I don't I, care. I, I don't care yeah. either. But Mortal thought, Kombat something I, or other also potentially is coming out. But I thought that was quite a nice development for them. Well, it's like, good. It's, it's good. It's, yeah, I suppose so. It, I'm hoping that's a step change for the industry. But um, yeah, yeah. You, you'd hope so. Well, yeah, to the point where it's not massively fucking <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Oh well done for not being yeah. from the 1970s yeah exactly congratulations uh what else have you got for us andy before we close up the pod well i just wanted to talk i mean we we haven't we haven't touched at all on nintendo or switch and and i was just looking through some of the speculation about what we might be looking looking forward to right. seeing um for nintendo for the switch and and i'll, and I'll be honest with you pretty underwhelmed with what, what's out there and the discussions that are out there in a the moment i think probably the big the biggest chat seems to be about a a version of super smash brothers um right. but the the chat seems to be will it be a, a new game built from the ground up or will it just be a deluxe version of Super Smash Brothers four in the same way they did so with the, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. Um, they do they Mario are doing Kart a lot game. of that they are the and I and, and I and I do think if the Switch wants if they really ser- they're serious about any kind of longevity for this console I, I genuinely think they need to start thinking about doing some stuff from scratch um, yeah maybe I mean they are, they have done some cool stuff I think not for us not designed no, for no, us no. but like Labo I think was really cool yeah. and there is some chat about there might be some new Labo kit yeah. coming out. Uh, yeah. What I'd like to see is there's an independent game coming out. Uh, I think this year, Wargroove, and there's been very little around it, and I'm very excited for that because it's a it's a, a spiritual successor to Advance Wars off the DS, and that oh, okay. was. Yeah, uh, cool. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Cool. So I'm hoping we can see that and we get a release date for it. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, other nice. than that, you're right. I, I'm finding a lot of the Switch releases quite underwhelming a lot of the time. So I, I, nice. I often look at you know what's coming up for the Switch, and I just think, meh. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. just keep talking about like you know exciting ports and stuff, and I said, well, you know, yeah. I've, I've got that. I can get, I can play that on my PlayStation. Yeah, like yeah. two years ago. <laughs> I mean, they got they got a few big hitters out of the gate, early doors for Switch, and now we're yeah. going to have to survive with those, I think, yeah, for indeed. a little bit of time. Right then, I think that brings us towards the end of the pod. I think what we'll be doing next week is looking back on some of these announcements to see if any of that happened. <laughs> so, are we doing predictions? My prediction is that <laughs> yeah, go on. Elder Scrolls Six will be announced. My my prediction is that we won't see anything about uh, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> and CD Projekt Red won't even mention it. Uh, and, and my prediction is is that Elder Scrolls 6 will be announced and it will be something that really, really upsets Matt. <laughs> well, that Mobile will, only. Yeah, that will almost certainly be the case. <laughs> Xbox right. exclusive. <laughs> and that brings us towards the end of the podcast. So, Andy, maybe you could give us uh, your Twitter handle so everybody can find you online if they yeah, need to do that. On Twitter, I am at Johnny Biscuits. Very nice, Matt. Uh, I'm at Matt Rolls Ones. Very nice. And you can find us at, at idiot underscore gamer. You can also email us at podcast idiotgamer.co.uk. You can search for idiot gamer on YouTube to find our channel there. You can go to facebook.com forward slash idiot gamer page or you can just go straight to idiotgamer.co.uk and we will see you back on the pod after e3 bye